I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's How Do We Fix It with Richard and Jim. Our political divide is deeper than ever. Joan Blade says one fix may be in the living room. It's actually really fun having a living room conversation. They're more fun than if you have a bunch of people around that you know what they're going to (laughs) say. One of the most important things to realize is that listening to people is the absolute best way to get them to listen to you. We're human beings, and when we care about each other, then we care about what the people we care about care about. Our show is about fixes. Not the same old left versus right. I am right, right. and you are wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, something new. How to make the world a better place. How, How do, do we, we fix, fix it? it? How do we fix it? So we found Joan Blades of livingroomconversations.org so interesting last week that we thought we'd continue the show and have part two of the show. And this is really kind of on what she learned from Living Room Conversations and some ways that all of us can can have them. And I really felt like I learned some things. And a lot of it comes down to the idea of having actual relationships with these people that you don't necessarily agree with. We live in a time where everyone is constructing these bubbles in social media, where we live, where we work, the media we consume. And, you know, deliberately reaching out and saying, I need more diversity in my in my circle. We need to be able to talk about things we don't all agree on. That's really a revolutionary idea. And it very much is kind of pushing back on these tidal forces in our society right now. Yeah. In Joan Blades Part One, we learned about living room conversations and and some of the ground rules that people have for conversations like be curious, be open to learning, show respect and and suspend. You know, I've judgment. been meaning to talk to you about some of those things. <laughs> I know it's about time I learned something. So in other words, you know, it's not just, oh, I'm going to go over and talk to my friend or my neighbor, I think. And well, maybe I'm not as smart as other people. I need to go to this website and look at some of these ideas before I have the well, conversation. You know, there's we've done other shows on dialect that have mentioned dialectical behavioral therapy, where you know it's a very powerful tool to help people who are highly emotionally heightened around certain things in their lives or their relationships get past that and get down to to being able to have a conversation that doesn't get vindictive. 
Right. And we need that in politics, too. And that's yeah. her ground rules are very much like that. And they're they're free. They're open source. And they're really down to earth. I mean, they're really easy to understand. It's not as if you're you're hit with a bunch of jargon. And in this in the course of this, you'll learn why uh, everything you need to know about having these conversations you learned in nursery school. <laughs> that's right. So let's let's roll Joan Blades part two. Let's look at some of the things that livingroomconversations.org suggests. On your website, there are conversation ground rules on how to conduct a conversation with people who you don't agree with. And, and your first suggestion is to be curious and open to learning. Mm -hmm. It's actually really fun having a living room conversation. They're more fun than if you have a bunch of people around that you know what they're going to say. <laughs> and we get to laughing about our differences once we start understanding what's going on. But you have to have that curiosity. I often say about our conversation ground rules, it's fundamentally what we learned in kindergarten. Be curious, show respect, take turns. <laughs> yeah. Just be a nice person. You know, it's so... it's. Joan, it's so funny you say that because before the broadcast, Richard and Miranda and I were talking about right. the, about living room conversations, and I, I, I said something very much like that. You know that that helping you know, a friend of mine is a nursery school teacher, helping children figure out how to how to communicate about things they feel passion instead of just breaking into tears or you know pummeling the other three year old with their tiny little fist. Yeah, use it, your words. Well, you know, all of our conversations, and there have been hundreds of them have been good. <laughs> and yeah, and these ground rules, are, they're great for the conversations. They're also great for just going out into the world. It's just a good thing. And one of the values of this team is we have very conservative members. So I can pick up red flags for progressives and my conservative partners pick up the red flags for conservatives. So, so John, when you say pick up red flags, what do you mean by red flags? The pilot project of Living Room Conversations was about energy slash climate. And what we learned was you actually have to have a conversation about energy because if it's climate, people that don't believe in climate change aren't coming. It's already defined itself. So that's a red flag that this is not a conversation for a conservative. So how do you get around <laughs> that? We have energy we have energy conversations and you know, people that are progressives who can talk about their concerns about climate and the conservatives can hear it. And maybe having that conservative who cares about you hear that that's a really sincere fear makes a difference. I know it has with my friend Jacob. One of the problems progressives have right now is if they run into someone that doesn't believe in climate science, they roll their eyes. As soon as you roll your eyes, you've lost your conversation. Mm -hmm. Nobody's listening to anybody. Mm -hmm. But with Jacob, you know, my outreach to him was, you know, I'm conservative in the old-fashioned sense of the world. And if there's risk to my kids and, you know, all our kids – that's even a 20% risk that the world as we know it is not going to be able to sustain them. I find that unconscionable. And for him, that gave him the space to consider it. And it's just, we're human beings. And when we care about each other, then 
we care about what the people we care about care about. You say we should show respect and suspend judgment. Does that mean, you know, asking questions as opposed to making statements about your viewpoint? Very often it does. We have um, a living room conversation called Relationships Matters that just focuses on how to think about relationship for school kids. And one of the most important things to realize is that listening to people is the absolute best way to get them to listen to you. So if, go ahead. There's something validating about not trying to prove that the other person is a bad person. It seems so many conversations go off the rail, both in personal relationships and uh, in political conversations, is one person's goal is really to prove that the other person is just a horrible person. We've created a, a set of expectations that are very negative about differences. And I think that's the biggest obstacle we have with living room conversations right now, is people are afraid to have them because they've seen so much bad behavior in the media and in politics. Even look at the debate formats. You know, the debates are set up to encourage people to yell at each other instead of the moderator um, imposing some discipline and having one person talk at a time. They love it when people start shouting at each other and talking over each other. I find it, as a journalist, I find it both uh, very unproductive to learning more about the candidates, but also modeling an ugly and unpleasant style of discourse. Yeah. And even if you think about high school debate, it's about winning. It's not about coming up with solutions. And what we need to do as a society and as communities is come up with solutions. And that's a different practice than debate. (laughs) And we've kind of forgotten that on some level. I mean, the first living room conversation follows very structured rounds where people have an exchange at first just to appreciate who's in the room. People talk about their views on the topic. And the next round is about what's been heard, common ground, anything they learned. It's never a debate. I think what you've been saying is is radical. I don't think that it's mushy moderation at all. I think that this the the listening to other people, especially now at a time when vulgarisms and shouting and yelling and insults are so much more part of our political discourse than they used to be. What you're saying is really different and and, and involves a major change in how we're talking about things. It does. And I think people are yearning for it. Making it possible for people to do this all around the country is the dream. And that's why the living room conversations are open source. People can take them and use them as it works for them. Miranda Schaefer, our producers with us and in the studio, what, what, what didn't we ask that we should have done? Joan, what was the moment when you decided we needed living room conversations? I think I decided that we needed some kind of simple, highly personal conversation format that allows people with different viewpoints to sit together and really hear each other, when it became clear to me that I could no longer have a conversation about climate with a conservative and it not 
have these strong barriers go up immediately. And if I wanted to have a living room conversation, how would I go about doing that? All you'd have to do is go to the website. It has the steps for how you do it. It says, you know, find a co-host, check out the topics area, decide the topic you want together with your co-host who has a different viewpoint. And then each of you just invite two friends to come at a day and a time. And generally you, you know, have some snacks together because there's something really um, nice about having some food as you're talking. And that's it. It's pretty darn easy. And what kind of solutions have arisen from these living room conversations? Well, in the area of criminal justice reform, um, after Mark and my conversation, we actually were on stage a number of times talking about criminal justice reform. I've written op-eds with people like Grover Norquist and Matt Kibbe, who are you know, rather well-known conservatives. And we can now see that there are red states and blue states bragging about reducing the prison population. And there are candidates running for our president on the right and the left saying we have too many people in prison and we have to do a better job using evidence-based practices to deal with criminal justice issues. That's a huge change. We now have the political opening to improve things. And there's been some legislation that's gone through that has reduced prison population some, but we've got 95% of the work to do still. Having an openness to change is not change. Can I ask you to explain forfeiture again? Forfeiture is this practice where law enforcement can take people's property. That's money, that's cars, that's even houses. If they say it's involved in some ways, typically with the drug trade. And we have grandmothers that have lost their homes because their grandchild was upstairs and had some small something. It's just horrifying what has been done in the name of forfeiture. Joan Blades of livingroomconversations.org. And it's Living Room Conversations with an S. Correct. Thank you. (laughs) It's plural. Important detail. It's pluralistic. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have lots of these. (laughs) Thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks so much for coming on, John. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Okay, great. Really appreciate it. So now I'd have to talk to you post show uh, conversation. I'm going to try and get you to commit to a topic. (laughs) (laughs) I've got you both on the call right now. Mm -hmm. I think it would be awesome if you guys did uh, a living room conversation. Then we can have Debbie Lynn interview you about your conversation for I love that conversation. Let's do it. I'm on. I'm on. I'm in. But but you want you want us to come up with a with a topic now? Well. I just want to make sure you know you we don't have slink off. Well, you wouldn't slink off. You're going to have so much fun doing this. Yeah, no, I love but, it. We, we, but we have to find something where we disagree. The funny thing about me and Richard is, you know, we come from somewhat different uh, parts of the political spectrum. But Richard's so reasonable <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that we don't get to argue as much as we thought we would. Um, 
So I, you know, we'll have we'll have to come up with it. Maybe it's maybe it's Obamacare. That's yeah, been, we that's def- been the, differ that, on that. We definitely differ on that. Uh-huh. So so maybe it, maybe it's around around healthcare and who should pay and and what kind of obligation we have to people. Um, I, I kind of like mm-hmm. to tackle that with Jim. Yeah. The the other one that I really want to have in my own neighborhood is over water. Um, I, I I have a little beach property in Connecticut where the the local community is denying a, a neighboring community access to the town's water supply. And uh, I, I'm just furious about this, and yet most of my neighbors disagree with me. And I'd, I'd love to do a living room conversation around that because I think that it may be the only way we can we can get through this is to, is to agree to you disagree. You know, we haven't done that conversation, a local conversation about water between haves and have-nots. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to do that, I, I'd love to hear how that goes. Okay, great. Great conversation, and we'll definitely want to follow up and, and continue um, finding some common cause here. Wonderful. Thanks, Joe. Great talking to you guys. Bye-bye. So, Richard... I think it was really worth spending two shows on this livingroomconversations.org because topic. it's right up our alley. It is yeah. so much what we're about and it's it's kind of becoming a little bit of a movement. You're seeing multiple organizations and and individuals thinking about this. Can we get past this this partisanship and, and, and get past this yelling and insulting other people who, yeah. who who we don't agree with? I think it's really reached this kind of fever pitch where a lot of people are going, "Whoa, wait exactly. a minute, hang on." It's, I mean, and things we, are spinning out of control. You know, on both in in both parties and in our national conversation, right? And I think a lot of people want to take a step back and saying. Okay, but so, there's got to be a better way. So we kind of wondered, um, if you're listening to us, some ideas about areas that we should have living room conversations. Yeah, and this might be a way, you know, we've developed this great base of listeners, and we're getting some great feedback from all of you. We love it when you leave comments on our iTunes page. If if any of you out there are want to do some of these living room conversations Tell us about it. Maybe even set up your computer and record it. Or any of you in here, because a lot of people listen to us with earbuds. (laughs) So um, let us know how it goes. Let us know topics. Let us know topics you think we ought to talk about. Yeah, please let us know. Our website is howdowefixit.me.me, and we're also on Twitter at fixitshow, and we're on Instagram um, at... uh, what is our handle on Instagram? I think it's uh, how do we fix it? Yeah. So you know, and uh, the social media platform of your choice. Just uh, just talk to us. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want to want, hear from us, and let's take this conversation forward together. Great. This is how do we fix it? I'm Richard Davies, and I'm Jim Meggs, and our producers Miranda Schaefer here in the studio. Our audio engineer Denise Barbarita. At Monolisa Studios here in beautiful uptown Manhattan. The show is produced by Davies Content. We make digital audio for companies and nonprofits. Thanks for joining us. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. This is the story of the one. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.